Welcome to The Bee's Knees, a podcast full of articles, interviews, clinical studies, and advice about knee surgery, physical therapy, and life after knee surgery. Hello, everyone. This is Mary Elliott with X10 Therapy, and today we're going to talk about a very important topic, revision surgery. I have with me today a patient who is just just almost finished with her recovery, and she's going to take us through her journey so that way uh, she can enlighten you and maybe help you make great decisions for yourself if you're facing a revision surgery, too, for your knee. Uh, Elizabeth, can you introduce yourself a little bit and tell us a little bit about you and, uh, you know, about your knee history? Oh, hi, everybody. My name is Elizabeth Rupert. I am 57 years old, and on my second knee replacement on the same leg. I had a a terrible experience the first time my kneecap was put in the wrong place. The device that they put in my knee was too big. Um, there was multiple other things that was wrong, but I was in a lot of pain for 14 months. You know, everything from going to the bathroom with a straight leg, which is very hard to do, uh, trying to get into a car was very difficult and painful. And doing things with my grandkids was just, you know, not fun at all because I couldn't do what they asked me to do. So I went to Dr. Ferentz, who had done a knee replacement on my knee 10 years ago, and he took an x-ray and said, well, this is what's wrong, and told me, you know, that my kneecap was in the wrong place and the other things that were wrong. So his suggestion was to do it all over again, which did not thrill me in the least. But if it was to get rid of the pain that I was experiencing all night during sleep and during the day, then yeah, I was going to go for it, and I trusted him immensely. Well, so let me that's ask, what we did. That's what you did? Okay. Let me ask you this. So, so people out there who are listening... Uh, what what exactly were your symptoms? So they they may get clued in on uh oh, maybe you know my knee needs to be, uh, you know ha- to have a revision. So you're you said that you couldn't you couldn't bend your leg, and you were feeling a yeah. lot of pain. A- a- anything else that you could share with them? How was your swelling? Like, can you give us a little bit more detail so that way they can clue in if if they are having similar symptoms, maybe that way that could, that could guide them to, oh boy, I need to see my surgeon again or another surgeon again and get a second opinion. A constant pain. When I go to bed, it was just painful to turn. I had to pretty much sit up to turn. Um, my knee wouldn't bend enough to help me turn. Um, so it was constant pain all night. So I didn't sleep. My leg was pretty much just one size. There was a few times where I slept with my leg up up the wall so that the swelling would try and go down because if you've had anything swell to the point where you think that your skin is just going to burst, it's so so painful, and all I did was cry and 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 move and cry and 
try and get this swelling down. It's just it was so painful. Everything was painful. You touch me, it hurt. You look at me wrong. It seems like it hurt. Nothing, nothing. There was nothing you could do to feel better. So your knee was swollen. Was it red or anything like that? It was just swollen. No. Okay. Nope. It was just swelled to the point of everything hurt. You, you couldn't even touch it. You couldn't even touch it. It wasn't burning. It wasn't. It, it wasn't red. But it was just painful. There was no space in between my toes. I couldn't get my shoes on. Couldn't get my pants on. Uh, just miserable. That's the best word you can come up with. Miserable. Okay, so I'm so sorry you went through that, by the way. So sorry. Um, all right, so you could straighten your legs, so that wasn't a problem. It was the bending of it that was severely, right, shortened, right? You could not bend your, your knee, right? That, that was the Absolutely. issue? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I, okay. I got the straightening to zero degrees, which is what they want you to do. But as far as the flexion, which is bending, I could just barely bend it to about 65. If they pushed it to 80, maybe to 85, I could do it, but it was painful to the point of crying and, you know, it couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Okay, so you had said earlier that you thought, oh boy, I'm going to call uh, Dr. Ferenc again. How come you didn't see him initially if he did your other knee? insurance. Ah, okay. So it's an insurance yeah. issue. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Insurance. Okay. All right. So now you, you make a visit, you go see Dr. Ferenc and he tells you what's going on. What are you feeling? Like, oh, you said, oh God, I got to do this over again. What were you anticipating your recovery to look like? Well, I didn't know at first because the other doctor hadn't taken any x-rays to even, um, uh, know what was wrong. He just said, you keep up with your exercises and and shook my hand and said, I'll see you in a year, you, you know. So I did the best that I could and I went and joined a gym and I kept bending and bending and and nothing was helping. It was just, just painful. So the first thing that Dr. Ferentz did was check to see if I had any infection, which was done through blood tests. And um, then he took x-rays of my knee. And as soon as you saw the x-ray, you knew exactly what was wrong. It was so obvious that it was, everything was wrong. So that's what he did was he took the x-ray, we looked at it, and then we discussed the best way to fix the situation, which was so very much of a relief. <laughs> I can imagine you finally had an answer. Well, what advice right. do you have uh, for people who are listening right now? So let's say you, you suffered 14 months before you took oh, this yeah. step, right? Okay, yeah. so what do you want to share with them? Like how can they, if they're in trouble, right, and they start, you know, what, what do you want to say to them? Like how can you give them some guidance here of what, what's the best path for them? Um, second opinions, third opinions. Dr. Ferentz even had me go see um, another one of his colleagues, you know, just in case um, for a second opinion. And um, absolutely, um, I waited way too long. I should have went, you know, once I started 
having all this pain all the time, I should have went to a should have went to Dr. Ferenc and, and said, Hey, um something's wrong. <laughs> so okay. much sooner than I did. Much, much sooner than I did. Okay, gotcha. All right. And I'm sure that's gonna help everybody out there. So in case they're contemplating what to do next, right? Go get a second opinion or Absolutely. get in there, get x rays done on your knee. Uh, check yeah. this out because it could be not, you know, could be that your knee needs to be replaced. You need a revision. All right. So, um, okay. So thanks for clearing that up for us. All right. Now you start your, uh, you get your surgery done. And I Correct. was looking at your numbers. Okay. So you come out of surgery. Where are you at emotionally? Well, what's your game plan inside your heart and inside your mind? Like how you're going to tackle this recovery? Like what, where are you at with all that? Well, Dr. Ferentz makes you feel like you can accomplish anything in the first place. So there's half the battle right there. Um, so my first thoughts was I don't want to let him down. And I don't want to let myself down either, but I was more concerned about letting him down because of what he was doing for me. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. So I I really wanted to to work on this. I really, I was tired of not bending. I'm tired of not being able to do the things that I love to do. I can't ride a bicycle. I can't ride my motorcycle. I can't run after my grandkids. I can't, you know, there's, you know, a few other things that I just, I really love to do that I can't do. So I'm going to work my butt off and I'm going to get better. You know, it doesn't matter what I got to do to get there. So that's why I was so excited when he suggested to do the X10 because the other doctor did not believe in any machines. You know, do it on your own, which is fine. You know, some people can do that, but I think this helped 100%. Yeah, you know, it is harder to recover when you have a revision surgery. I don't know if you knew that, but it is, it normally takes longer, okay, for somebody to recover from a, a revision, revision surgery. And our, our young women, which you're a young woman having knee surgery, uh, that uh, in itself makes recovery tougher because, you know, your body's healthier, right? It forms, it tends to form right. scar tissue quicker. So, all right. right, so you're introduced to the X10 and you didn't have the X10 or know about it until until you met Dr. Ference, right? That That's Correct. what I'm getting. Okay, so, all right, so you, what I saw, which was phenomenal, <laughs> I, I saw that on the sixth day of you using the X10, you had already surpassed your range of motion that you had before surgery, which a great indication, everyone out there, of how, what they say is how what your range of motion is going into surgery is a great indication of what your how your range of motion is going to follow post surgery. But you know, let's talk about that for a minute because you hit I think zero and one oh six. I'm not 106, zero and 86 degrees range of motion, uh, six days post-surgery. How are you feeling? What was, right. yeah, how are you feeling about that? Did, did that help your confidence even more? I mean, where were you at with all that? Yeah, <laughs> it did. Yeah, it absolutely did. Absolutely did. But you have to remember, um, 14 months of not bending, my quads are really tight, and I can hardly 
uh, it doesn't help very much either. So that was another reason that the extent helped because not using my quads in over 14 months, they're really weak and uh, they just don't want to do anything for me. So the X10 helped there too. You know, it was it was doing pretty much all the work for me that I couldn't do from months of not being able to use my quads. Okay, so, that so was a very big difference. Well, I'm I'm happy you experienced that, Elizabeth. <clears throat> now, what I show before the machine was picked up, actually seven days post-surgery, you had hit zero and 115. And they say 115 degrees for your flexion is where you need to be as far as being able to do everyday activities. How did you feel about all that? Were you feeling... <laughs> I was so excited. I kept telling my husband, Mark, come over here. Look, look what I can do. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. And yeah, um, I couldn't do it on my own. And that's what I'm working on now. I couldn't do it on my own. But now that I know that it will bend that way, you know, that far, um, that I can do it. I know, right? That's that's mm-hmm. a huge factor in a successful recovery, believing and knowing that you can. Well, what's your game plan? Because, you know, let's tell everybody, you know, after you have knee surgery, just because the X10 leaves or you stop your physical therapy doesn't mean you're done, right? The first six months are critical because scar tissue can still build, right? So you got to keep moving. Mm-hmm. And, and then the first year is just a tender year. You need to stay active. So now that the X10's gone and, it, you know, you're moving forward, Elizabeth, what's your game plan? How are you keeping that leg flexible and, and strengthening your quads? Well, every day when I get out of bed, I do, um, you know, I do do some exercises. And then um, every time I'm doing something, whether it be walking to the kitchen or walking into the bathroom, um, I'll march, you know, lift your legs up. You do exercises every chance you can to help that flexion. Um, my biggest goal is, is I want to ride um, a bicycle. We go down to Florida every year, and all the ladies get together and they ride their bicycles around the block. And oh, I haven't nice. been able to do it yet. So I want to, I want to ride a bicycle. And I want to be able to go back to riding my motorcycle again. Okay. So, um, those are two of the biggest things. And then the other thing is just, uh, you know, my grandkids are growing up now, but so I don't really have to chase them too much, but I still want to be able to go places when they ask me to go. You know, I don't so want to be a grandma. Oh, I don't feel good, you know. I just I want to be able to go and do it. And uh, stairs. I want to be able to do stairs like a normal person, not like in... Uh, uh, 90-year-old. <laughs> okay, so how are you de- taking the stairs? Wa- you know, walking down the stairs takes greater flexion than walking up the stairs. Yeah. How are you doing with that? How are you How are you doing with that? It, it's slow, um, and it's scary. It's very scary. I'm afraid I'm going to fall all the time. But I just take it slow and one stair at a time, and then the next time it'll be maybe two stairs. And it's slow, but um, it's going to get there. Yeah, I'll get there. I know I will. Okay. So what would you say, um, how how would you categorize your recovery? Successful, not successful? Like give us an idea of how you feel you came out of this with this revision surgery. Oh, my gosh. Um, When I went to see Dr. Um, Ferentz, 
the first time, all I could do was, I was just so happy, you know, tears of joy, boy. Just I wanted to hug him and squeeze him and kiss him all over. It was wonderful. It's it's just such a good feeling to know that someone someone believes in you and and just did the best that he could for me and it's worked and and he just the the reason why I went to him in the first place was. He believes that God has given him this, this, I don't even know what you're talking, I just think his hands are miracles, but he, he works through God. God gave him this, this, this miracle of being able to fix people and he does it. And it works. It works. He's, he's a miracle worker. I'll tell you, without him, I'd still be in pain and not doing anything. You know, I would just, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, my God. I'm so happy to hear that. But that's why we all do, right? That's why we all do what what we do is because we we want you happy. And you're absolutely right. He is very gifted and he cares. And it truly comes from a good place. Um, Yes. You know, with his patience. And you can see that with him. All right. So you. I tell everyone that I talk to, you know, there's two things that you need. You need a great surgeon that you believe in and you have faith in, you know, who who is a pro, right? But And then you also need a great recovery plan. So if you don't yeah. have both of those, right, if, you know, do you feel you would have recovered as well as you have if you wouldn't have had the X10? No, absolutely not. No, no, because there's just certain times where you, you just, feel like you can't do it anymore and you just don't want to do it anymore and you get on the X10 and it moves your leg back and forth, which helps with the pain too. And it just does, it, it makes you feel better once you're off of it and that you can do, you can do better. Yeah. This, I, I wouldn't have, no, I wouldn't be here where I am right now without it. That's for sure. If I had to do things on my own, I wouldn't be this far. Okay, and let me ask you this. Okay, and then let me ask you this, Elizabeth. Anything else you want to say to anyone out there that you and I haven't just covered? Um, Don't be afraid. If your doctor tells you to do something, do it, (laughs) especially with Dr. Ferentz. If he says um, walk the stairs five times a day, then you should walk the stairs five times a day. If he tells you to exercise a little, just a little more, do it, do exactly what your doctor says, if not a little more, push yourself, and there's going to be days where you don't feel like doing anything, there's going to be days where you don't want to get out of bed, but it's, it's, it's worth it in the end, you know, there's, there's pain, nothing's painless, you know, and it's going to hurt, and you're going to cry, and you're going to say, oh my God, I can't do it, but you can, you can, you really can. You just don't what, know it. What kept you motivated? What kept you going? What process uh, well, would you go through? Uh, well, they, you know, the X10 comes with a coach, too, and you can call her anytime. And I did. I did call her, and she helped motivate me. She absolutely, when I didn't feel like doing it, I called her up and said, I just don't feel like it. Or my knee hurts today. And she pushed me, so that helped. And my husband and my friends and my grandkids 
everybody. And if anyone says it, they'll help you, you know, then let them help you. Beautifully don't said. Be afraid, <laughs> yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help either. Yeah, absolutely, because you know what? A lot of people think, oh, my goodness, especially independent people, I should be able to do this on our own. But you know what? It takes courage and strength to reach out and say, you know what? Can I have your help? Right? Doesn't yes. it? It, it, yes. it comes from allowing yourself to be vulnerable and to recognize that, you know what? <laughs> help would be yes. good for me. And then to ask for it and to allow yourself to receive it. That's huge. That's all part of growth, right? As a human yes. soul, right? So, yeah, that's be- right. That's beautiful. And, you know, we all have to remember that's why we're all here, right? To share our wisdom, our love, our laughter, our joy with one another. Right? You can't share it if you're not sharing it. Right? That's we need right. to share things with one another. That's what makes life enriching and beautiful and loving. So, yeah, that's the secret right there. Well, Elizabeth, yeah. thank you so, so much for sharing this. I am sure there's going to be people out there who will hear this, who you will motivate and inspire them to get help you know, if they're stuck. Or, and people who are having surgery right now uh, know what to look for in case something doesn't Absolutely. go right, right? So thank right. you for that. You've, you've given them a huge gift. I really appreciate oh, that. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, no worries. <laughs> I, am, I am so sure of that. So you take continue to take really great care of you and keep moving. And um, next time I speak to you, I can't wait to hear of all the things that you've been doing <laughs> now that you're all better. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Mary. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. I wish you all a great, great day. Thank you, you too. The Bees Knees Podcast comes to you from our studio in Lower Manhattan, New York City. We're here week in and week out shedding light on all aspects of knee surgery and recovery. To reach us, send an email to thebeesneespodcast at gmail.com.